welcome to Pass the Remote, the podcast where we become your TV guides. My name's Rebecca, and today's episode, we talk about the Emmy nominations, the new Gossip Girl reboot, and the show Dr. Death on Peacock. We also get excited about the men's Olympic volleyball team, Emily wanting to become a UFC fighter, and the new Love is Blind reunion. Sit back, grab some popcorn, hit that subscribe button, because you don't want to miss a minute of our reviews. Enjoy! Hi, Becca. How are you? I'm good. Um, my air conditioner is currently broken at my house, so you, you had a rough morning. Been better, been better. Um, but he fixed it, and so now it's just cooling off. And I was like, you know what? Better late than never. Um, or like good, good timing. So I was, I could just leave and come over here and do the podcast. And your house is very cold. Right. And Enjoy my air conditioning. Yes, I am. I'm soaking it in. Um, how are you? I'm good. I am exhausted. Yeah. Um, but it's been I, a long week at work. It's been a long week. And also, because my foot is still broken, guys, we're on the four-week stretch. Mm-hmm. I go to the doctor on Monday. And we'll see how much longer I have. But I I just, it's like I have four really, really intense days where I'm there to like 9 to 7 p.m., you know. Mm-hmm. And so then, like on a Saturday, like today, I I it takes everything in my body to like really wake up. Like I'm just now waking up and it's three o'clock. Right. And I'm not normally like that. Yeah. Um, have we told the followers the fun thing, the fun person we got to meet last week? Oh my gosh, you guys. Yes. I don't think we have. I work, um, at a salon as you know, you guys know, and I, we have some celebs that come in, you know, Mm -hmm. a a lot of people that we tend to deal with love coming to us because it's a, it's a small quaint salon and it's definitely, you know, you can come in there and not be bothered. Right. But I got a very interesting phone call from one of our clients asking me um, if I could fit a certain client in while he was getting his hair done. Mm-hmm. And he was like, it's Darren Chris from Glee. Um, and I was like, yeah, that's great. And Darren was like in the background of the phone call. And he was like, please, Emily. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Oh, he's my God. Talking you just said my name. And I was like, yeah, I'll fit him in. No worries. Like, you know, let him come in. So I <laughs> literally... T- <laughs> Put the phone down. I mean, this isn't about Glee. This is about, like, him winning an Emmy for the Versace. Yes. And it's just Darren Chris. Like, he seems like he's going to be either a really cool person or a complete asshole. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. As most celebrities are. Right. So I text Becca and I say, you're never going to believe this. Darren Chris is coming to get his haircut tomorrow. And she said, I literally just picked up my phone to get a haircut. And I was Mm -hmm. going to call you and get a haircut. Mm -hmm. So I was like, why don't you come get your haircut while he's here? Just... Because I knew you weren't going to bother, like, just to be a part yeah, of the just, moment. Yeah, just to see him. Just to physically right? breathe the same air as him. Just to be there mm-hmm. and see him when he's not a psychopath in the Versace. Yeah. You know, if you don't know what we're talking about, he played and won all these awards. In the past few years, has really been really good for him. Yeah. He's also in all the American Horror Stories. Big yeah. Ryan Murphy person. Mm-hmm. So, not only was he the nicest person, but he asked me how I hurt my foot and I told him it was after I got done rapping Gangster's Paradise. And so throughout our entire interaction, he would like give me a line from Gangster's Paradise mm-hmm. and I would say it back. Mm-hmm. Um, and he would, we didn't want to be weird and get a bunch of pictures, but basically I would like to. I mean, you guys, we did, but we didn't do that. Like, we didn't we do that, pictures, but also I got a hug. I got a hug and that. he was like, you're so funny. Like, I love you. Mm-hmm. And. I think now, like, when he comes back, he'll want to, like, hang out with us. Right. For sure. Yeah. But Becca was face, like, we have the station set up where basically was, Becca I, was facing him. Yeah, I was, like, diagonal her. to him. And, like, Emily, before I got there, she was, like, try to be weird and sneaky and get some videos so, like, we have proof. And I'm, like, yeah, I'll try. But <laughs> no, you, we, we weren't going to do that. But you were, like, but don't make it obvious because the person cutting your hair will make fun of you. Yeah, because the person cutting your hair like, is my... okay, uh-huh. so if I try to video it, she can see it because obviously she's behind me. So yeah. I just kind of stared at him the whole time and, like... I awkwardly would laugh and giggle when, like, they would make jokes with you, like, because you're on the other side of the mirror, but, like, I could see him. He's so cute in person. So he was kind. so nice. Um, he, he, like, literally was leaving, and he kind of was, like, hesitant when he was walking out the door, because I think it was that thing, like, they took, he took a picture with the stylist Jacob, which was mm-hmm. great, and I definitely think he'll come back, mm-hmm. but it was just really precious, because when he was leaving, he was doing that thing where he was, like, kind of standing, like... I think he knew I wanted a picture, but I, of course, was going to be cool and not. Yeah, Unless yeah. he was approaching it. Yeah. But he made me feel so cool about being in a scooter because mm-hmm. I told him, I was like, you know, it doesn't get much worse than this. And he's like, I'm obsessed with you. And he's 
when he walked up, Emily like, really wanted a TikTok with it. I did. I wanted a TikTok. The, like, I still haven't done the they see me rolling. And uh-huh. I thought it'd be so cool if he was like right there. Uh-huh. But he did when he left. His parting words to me were keep representing Coolia. <laughs> so you know what? I mean, I get it tattooed on my body. I was about to say, she's probably going to get good at tattooed on her just arm. <laughs> my birthday is coming up and I get, I, did, I get a tattoo now every year on my birthday. So maybe it'll say, you know. Keep repping Coolio and put like a scooter underneath. Or just do they, or they see me rolling. They see me rolling. I mean, we did have, you watched the interaction. I got Mm -hmm. him a drink and and I I stole it from our coworker. I was like, Elaine, this is very important. And her and I basically were the only two who knew who he was. Uh Um, And she's like a musical theater person. So for her, she was just like, it's just so cool that he's here and he's just as wonderful as we wanted him yeah. to be. Yeah, and like he, I could hear him like he was talking about his favorite bars in East Nashville. Mm-hmm. And like they, like I left, we left at the same time. Like I paid right before they did. And so when I left, they walked out right behind me. They got in a car like right across from me. So like we left the parking lot at the same time. We were going the same direction. I was like, I mean, I may just follow this car because <laughs> I'm assuming they're going to Music Row or East Nashville but yeah, he was talking about like the bars he likes to go to and like where he likes to pop in and he has a few friends who live here. Like he was it was it was fun seeing him like a celebrity that's like normal, but someone that like I love Vers if you have not watched the Versace show, like we I think we've talked about it before. It's literally one of the best shows ever. ever. Amazing. Um, and also but yeah. it, but was it was cool so nice because like we're not we this is going to sound really snotty, but like we know a lot of famous people. I've interacted mm-hmm. with a lot of famous people. I think it's just cool when it's like a very well-known actor. Like he's at the Cannes Film Festival right now. Like yeah. his Instagram is this like insane. And it's like cool. One of our, my friend did his haircut. I was and like, his hair looks amazing. His hair looks also, great. Also, I think we can drop the secret because I don't think he's going to come and sue me. But he's here because he's recording Christmas album. He's, yeah, he's recording a Christmas album. So we have a Darren Chris Christmas album coming up, and that's very exciting. Pumped. Some inside scoop here on Pass the Remote. Yes. yes. Um, so we were really cool. That's why you guys haven't seen, you know, all of our pictures and everything. We didn't take any of him getting a haircut, but <laughs> um, I wanted to be on those, like, websites, like, celebrity scene here. Uh-huh. You know? They're just like us. But I, in- I instead took the fact that he connected with me more than anybody else. Uh-huh. And I always just want to like know that you know yeah yeah, yeah. so it was a, that was a fun thing that happened this week and honestly mm-hmm. it wasn't like a stalkery thing becca really seriously was trying to get it no, like i had it a message a, typed it out was a weird intuition i had thing. a message typed out and you texted me and i was like i literally have a message typed out this is like hey i need a haircut um and yeah it all worked out and here's the other thing just so you know you guys know becca has an incredibly cute haircut Thanks. I chopped, chopped off a I lot. I chopped of, all my hair. I had a little midlife crisis I, and chopped my hair off. Yeah, and then I had a, like an extreme makeover yesterday. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I got my hair in like this crazy summer shag. I love it. I haven't had my hair cut in almost a year. Mm-hmm. Like I haven't had a big girl haircut. Yeah. And my hair is really thick. And then I got some just I just spruced up all my highlights so I look like a lion. She does. It's a, It's got like a nice summer it's all orange. Copper. Yeah, very copper. That's a um, word. So I'm very like because my birthday's coming up and I'm a Leo and so I'm just like embodying everything about being a lion right now. Right. To move into this new year and just not have any injuries. Yeah. And just take knock it. Knock on wood. Knock yeah, on all knock the wood. Yeah. All the wood. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we've had a very like fun week. We've got to hang out. She came over. Um. Becca came over and we watched. Big Brother the other oh, night. So good. So the new season has started. There are some people that are already driving us up the wall. Yes. If uh, if you are watching this season, um, our favorites thus far, we've had one elimination, one cycle, full cycle a week of it. But our favorites so far are, mine are Derek X, the Asian yes. guy. Um, I like the other Derek too. I hope he goes far. Um, Big D. Big D. Mm-hmm. I like uh, Tiffany. We like Tiffany. Tiffany the, should win the whole thing. The single mom. Um, and we liked the guy who got eliminated. Um, we did. He was the kind of the guy that you would think would be Travis. a douchebag. And he probably eventually is in life. But he actually was way more entertaining than some of these other mm-hmm. people. And they have this guy on their name. Well, there's two that are terrible. Frenchie's terrible. He's the one from Tennessee, which is so sad. He's misrepresenting our state. But there's this, like, flight attendant guy named Brent. 
mm. who has literally the two worst tattoos I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Um, it, but he, he's very Jersey. He's ugh, like, which you know, I. He's. It's just. It's just not doing it for get, me. He's not. I working, think you should start it watching me. it because I will say this: even if you've watched Big Brother before and you're like, I don't know, it's all like young kids and looking hot. Like this season's actually very interesting with the cast of people they brought mm-hmm. in because it's very diverse and. Mm-hmm. I watch all the live feeds and then I I watch it on Twitter to, or I follow it like on Twitter because they'll kind of post like what they're all saying throughout the week. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this season, I watched six months in like three days. It was that much going on. So yes. like it's a very chaotic. You not- can tell you can tell that the cast has been like pent up and like they're ready mm-hmm. to like and they're play all players game, like they know all, how to play the yes, game. Yes, they're all super fans. Yeah, I think the diversity of this season is great. Like, not only just, like, skin tone, but age, body type, sexuality, like, profession. Um, mm-hmm. Like and a lot of people are acting, because you don't have to really say what you do. So a lot of people mm-hmm. are, like, chemists, and they're like, I'm a voice animation person. And yeah. so yeah, there's a, everyone has no clue that they're smarter than anybody else now. Right, right, right. It's a lot of deception, which is my favorite part of the show. Um, the show itself this year, it's, uh, be big brother beach house is a theme, mm-hmm. but then all the games are like casino, casino themed. Cause I think their whole thing is like no big risks equal big rewards. Cause they upped the pride, the prize money at the end. Um, so I'm excited. I'm ready for some twists they're, this season. They're playing in teams, which is a new twist. Um, I'm excited to like. I need some blood. Like I need, I need things to happen. Yeah. And, but we're just getting into it. But if you have not watched Big Brother, tune into it. It comes on three days a week. It's incredible. Yeah. We've had a lot of fun. And then there's going to be a new season of Survivor coming up. Um, Love Island's on after it. I don't watch that show. But some people like it. I mean, we would tell you to pass the remote or just wait till you can watch them all in a row. But the other really exciting thing for me that happened this week is the Emmy nominations came out. Yes. Which mm-hmm. is just once again me getting excited that we might actually have award shows with people in the audience. Mm-hmm. Um, and the biggest shows that we have told you guys about and have been very passionate about are all nominated. Yep. Starting with Ted Lasso. Oh, so good. Sweeping most of every category possible mm-hmm. half of the men take up i mean there's only two other people i think in the comedy for men mm-hmm. best supporting that aren't ted lasso yeah um snl has so many nominations this year because mm-hmm. they really did carry us as far as comedy to me everybody was on hiatus so all these cast members are getting rightfully to me um nominations just for like bringing us laughter in the midst of this insane time like yeah. it was so mm-hmm. good um, I think this is going to be Jean Smart's year. She's nominated for Mayor of Easttown and Hacks. Yes, so good. Both um, so good. I think that though there was a little shocking, like Nicole Kidman didn't get nominated for The Undoing. Oh. Um, but there were some other people, like I still have to remember the Queen's Gambit's in this one. Yeah. Um, and then Kate Winslet got it for Mayor of Easttown. Mm-hmm. And you put both of those between Nicole Kidman and Kate Winslet I think this was more of a departure for Kate Winslet to just be like this tomboy, rugged, yeah, you know, person. But Nicole Kidman just blew away the undoing. I kind of am shocked she's not in it. Mm. But I think it'll be an incredible year for awards. Um, I just am really excited because I think that it's going to be a, a very interesting show. The other thing about it is Hamilton's nominated for like everything because it premiered on Disney Plus. Oh, yeah. And I don't really know how I feel about it. I love Hamilton. Mm-hmm. We, we love a good we love a good Broadway show. Mm-hmm. But I I do kind of feel like some actors are being a little snubbed for something that happened like years ago. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, I will say that they did like the performance for the Disney Plus was his own. Like some of them came back and did it. Oh, and, they did? Yeah. Like it, like the king the guy who plays the king, uh, Jer- uh, Jonathan Groff. Yeah, he was already off the show like for months at that point, and he came back because they wanted to do it with the original cast. So like it's, I think the movie. Some people may think that they just filmed a show. They did multiple mul- multiple performances because they had multiple camera yeah. angles that they performed it for. 
like through and then um like some of the cast members were came back for it so like it was a recent like development or whatever okay but well, I, I mean i get it I, it's a, it's it means are for tv and like it's weird that a musical is getting nominated for things when it's a musical like there's but the other know, good but thing the other good thing is we could get like a performance from hamilton with the original mm-hmm. cast which would be oh my gosh. freaking amazing yes let's do it what song would we want them to do um personally i like Don't, i like the, if you say the skylar sisters i'm gonna throw the mic <laughs> oh my no, gosh was that what you were gonna no, say no not that one i like um my favorite one it well i like the opener the opener's a classic I um i like the um the king's song the you'll be back i like yeah. that one um i like um the one with the president with george washington saying goodbye um all the name titles are just blind blanking on all of them. I've seen I the think they'll like, do not throwing away my shot. That's my least favorite. Ah. That's my least favorite one. Well, it's not, I, my, it's not my least favorite. I think it just has I like the satisfied. Most. I like satisfied. I like the wedding yeah, where they I do don't the want reverse a slow song at the Emmys though. Where they do reverse. I think they'll just do the opener. Yeah, I, I honestly, I give me the opener every day. Yeah, the opener's so good. How does a bastard? Yeah, or I can do the whole thing. Son of yeah. a whore. Oh, stop! We don't have rights. Oh, we don't. <laughs> well, no, my singing voice. I mean, they may cast me. Uh-huh. That line alone Here's was probably hope. my best audition. Here's hoping. Here's <laughs> hoping. So yeah, we're excited for the Emmys. Um, mm-hmm. and and what we're gonna do is make sure that we watch what is because this is kind of the first yes. awards to show. If you haven't watched certain things, okay, like the, I can't ever think of the name with Michael Douglas, the Kaminsky method or whatever it is. I don't want to watch it on Netflix oh. about the two old guys. The Kaminsky method? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you watched it? No. I know I don't it want to, but it's nominated for everything. And then the guy from Bridgerton, like he's nominated, but of course. I mean... I'm just saying it's a good it's a good starting point if you are looking for shows to watch like look at the Emmy nominations and see like what yeah do have you not seen that you need to be up on because award season is coming yes our favorite season award season um well yeah that's exciting um other shows that are definitely not nominated for Emmys but <laughs> we need to talk about okay um the reboot of Gossip Girl oh god XOXO we're back in New York City with the elites. Have you watched? There are two episodes out right now. Have you watched both episodes? I have not watched both episodes. I've only watched the first episode. And can I just say, XOXO, please go away and never come back. <laughs> um, the teachers so, yeah, so are apparently the new Gossip Girl. So the premise of it, yeah. So the premise of this season, presumably, is that... We're back at Constance High School. We're back, and the teachers are all terrified of these high school students because of their fame and their wealth and their influence and all this stuff. And essentially, they're trying to gain power back. And one of the teachers who has been there forever, or like she was in the class with Nate Archibald, she talked like name drops him the first five seconds. She tells them about Gossip Girl that used to happen like 10 years ago. And how it and was so, like, influential and all this stuff. And the teachers decide, we're going to, like, form, like, a teacher union, basically, and become Gossip Girl again. And, like, basically, like, try to gain the power back over our students. Which is odd to me, the power dynamic in the show. And number two, t- the amount of things, like... I don't like when shows do this. I didn't like when Fuller House did it. I didn't like when like Emily and Paris did it. Like shows that have like try so hard to include current cultural references, like throw me off. Right. Like this show, um, like one of the high school students is an influencer and she talks about how influential she is. And like you see her taking pictures and videos and stories and like getting brand deals and all this stuff. And I'm like, I don't love when the TV I'm watching, like, clearly they tried to make it relevant to today's time by, like, doing stuff like that, you know? Also, I don't think any of any of these people really exist in the world. Like, no. Even the kids are, like, at a club. I'm like, yeah. I mean, come on. If they're, like, juniors in high school, they're yeah. not at this it makes, elite it's night weird. club. It's a weird mixture because, like, they're trying to make it relatable. Also, 
we haven't even talked about the storyline with the sisters. That's the weirdest part. Yeah, there's a half-sister duo. One of them, like, comes in to, like, transfers to the school so that they can, like, meet up. And then they become, like, friends, kind of, but also don't like each other. And their mom's dead. And their mom is dead, but their dads hate each other. It's a very weird... it's just strange. It's a weird thing the cast is beautiful like all of them are oh, yeah, they're stunning like model gorgeous, people but yeah, it's the a, stuff they wear i'm like you can't wear your uniform to school like that okay yeah yeah it's a weird they're trying to like it's a weird juxtaposition of trying to relate to you by having like i'm an influencer i like da, 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 and they're trying to like do a lot of callbacks to the old show like oh she's wearing a headband like stuff like that but then they want them to be this like very tropical, very exotic, like, group of kids who go to nightclubs, even though they're 16. And it also is just, I think, not good acting. And the teachers, the whole point, like she was saying, was when they were in high school, everybody was scared of Gossip Girl, so that's why everybody behaved. Yeah. Where if you watch the original Gossip Girl, I don't even remember a teacher, really, except the ones that they would sleep with. Right. But I'm just saying, it, it just feels very like why I guess I just expected the reboot to be really cool I would have rather them rebooted this show and it be all the original cast members of like in their 40s like Mm -hmm. living it up yeah and they make references to everyone which is odd like they're like yeah Blair and Serena and Dan and Nate and Chuck and I'm just like oh like they have nothing to do with this leave them out of it type it's, thing yeah it's just i honestly wish they would have done like their kids or something like right well i guess they wouldn't be old enough but like something along the lines that had more of a tie-in rather than just like them dropping names and trying to tie it in it feels forced it's just not i would pass the remote i wouldn't even yeah. start it like pass i feel like remote. it's something i will watch if i have nothing else on and it just happens to be like a new episode but i yeah. definitely did not enjoy it i i didn't also there was a lot of like thrown in character like or just like I was saying with the mom it's like I felt like that should have been like the second episode or something because I didn't I wasn't even introduced to these people and I didn't know understand what was happening yeah, for the I had first to, like 20 minutes so I watched the first episode last week and then I tried to watch the second episode literally last night and I was lost within five seconds so I had to go re-watch the first episode because they're trying to cram so much in yeah and then the second episode I was like wait who's that where did they come from like it started up a whole new storyline of things and I was very I was very thrown off also so. how are these teachers taking sneaky pictures of them like with changing clothes or whatever and like not being arrested for child pornography you know like logical criminal things that I think about because you know I watch yeah. so much television with murder yeah I, yeah it's 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 weird it's just trying too hard like it's on the same level of Fuller House Emily in Paris uh, those kinds of reboot shows that's just like, ooh, a little yeah. too cheesy. But this cheesy happens to be in New York. Yeah, it's just not good. Didn't love it. Didn't love it at all. Um, something I'm loving is mm-hmm. the new show based off of the most amazing podcast, which is very tragically sad, called Dr. Death. Mm-hmm. Um, starring Joshua Jackson, Alec Baldwin, Christian Slater. It's on Peacock Network. Um, if you guys are like, I've never heard of Peacock, you should at this point, but... Just if FYI for people out there, if you have Comcast, it's free mm-hmm. um, and look for it on demand. It's about a doctor who graduated from the University of Tennessee, mm-hmm. um, becomes a very well-known doctor and then starts truly botching people's surgery so bad for like the simplest surgery that should take an hour. He's doing for four hours. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, some of these nurses are trying to figure out what's up with it, like, you know, he has a hole in his scrubs. Like, it's kind of just this really insane thing of two doctors, Alec Baldwin and Christian Slater, Mm -hmm. having to go in and fix his mess of these people who are now, like, paralyzed going in for, like, a herniated disc. Or, you know, it's like if you needed your appendix out and all of a sudden you wake up and they're like, we took your your entire ovaries out. Like, you'd be like, I'm sorry, what? Like, yeah. um, And he's on a downward spiral, but... Joshua Jackson in one of the interviews made a great point like this show should make you mad as hell and if you've never listened to the podcast it's so heartbreaking because they interview the actual people that he did this to Mm. if they're still alive Mm -hmm. but it's so in just how people can how is this not figured out soon enough and like 
all they're trying to do is get him caught and he just keeps winning all of these people over by saying he's done all these surgeries and he's world renowned yeah he's very he, arrogant yeah i've watched the first episode of it um it's what did very you think? it's very well done i will oh, say I love it. yeah I'm so I know nothing about like I know what the podcast is I've heard of it but I I don't listen to it I know nothing about the story so watching it like having very little information about what's going on I was it took me a minute to realize who was who yeah like the doctors wise because I was like oh wait Alec Baldwin is playing him and then I was like wait no that's not him and like figured it all out but yeah he seems a little like he's a little chaotic and all over the place but he's also charming which is the problem and like he's he's a good like a sweet talker and he like these people who um drop their spouse off like to get a surgery done they'll come and ask like questions and be like hey how long like how what what's the weight gonna be like are they okay and they're like oh yeah 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 like you have nothing to worry about and like banging all these big promises and then he turns around and the person like is now paralyzed or dead and you're just like wait what like you came in for a simple procedure and all of these things went wrong. And then, yeah, like, they're trying to figure it out and put the puzzle pieces together. Um, so I'm interested to see, like, how it unfolds. And it makes me, I listened to the podcast when it very first came out a couple years ago. Um, and now I, I want to go back and, like, honestly re-listen to it just because I feel like I'm, I kind of want to put the faces to these real life people that you know mm-hmm. all of it is a true story that's what's so yeah. insane is it's all a true story um so watch dr death i've gotten a few people on it it's not like the most uplifting show it's actually terrifying to know that all this has been going on and it goes on probably all the time with um you know all this to say mm-hmm. um not to spoil anything but if you look it up um there's somebody in prison for life so yeah. I don't think it spoils anything. That's the opening. It's the opening thing. The opening thing of the show. Yeah. Um, so I'm wondering, do you think I should write him? <sighs> I don't like him. I obviously have nothing nice to say. I'm just. Mm. I feel like we can find better people. Yeah, I kind of don't people. want him in my aura of life. Yeah, that's because he's like bad. Like he's bad like karma. Real crazy. Bad juju. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So, but anyways, it's great. Also, there's like some other great things on Peacock. Becca, you had another oh, yeah, show I watched, too. I, I think I know we, we might have mentioned it. We, we can't remember. We mentioned it in the past. Um, I just looked outside. Your kittens are like passed out. Um, we we mentioned the '96 effect, and I think Golden, um, both on Peacock, very good. I've finished both of them. Um, Golden is about the gymnastics team and on their journey to uh, Tokyo, and the '96 effect is about all the '96 Olympics teams. Um, very good. I'm just, I'm really into the gym, the Olympics right now. I've been watching Simone Biles' Facebook watch show. Like I've been oh, yeah. watching all these like documentaries about Michael Phelps and like all this stuff. Just I'm pumped about the Olympics. And I know when we drop this podcast is the day the Olympics air <sighs> opening ceremonies. I cannot wait. Um, Did you see that they already have their first case of COVID? Oh, no. So I told you, I can't, like, get too... Oh, no. It's not us. Just somebody in the village. Oh. Well, no, I did watch... Also, uh, Emily, you'll enjoy this. So I think I found our sport that we need to follow along with for all the hot people. Men's volleyball. Oh, the volleyball players are so hot. So hot. Let me tell you, I found them on TikTok. I now follow all of them on TikTok. They're all, like, seven feet tall. They're seven feet tall. They're beautiful people. They, one of them, um, he was documenting their entire trip. Like I their, think I saw their travels I think I over saw there, and he was like, "All right, we made it to the airport. Got time for a COVID test." He's like, "Now we have to wait. Got to get another COVID test." He's like, "We're all negative. Now we go back. Got to get another COVID test because like all this stuff." And like I get it. Like they're being trying to be extra extra safe, but like God, they're so hot. I don't think I've ever watched so men's hot. volleyball, but like I'm into it this year. <laughs> I'm so into it. I mean, them. I mean, they're so attractive and like, they're just so happy to be there. Like every, yeah. this is just a good time for know, everybody. Right. Oh, like, and you know, like swimmers, like I'm, we're just, I'm just going to objectify all these athletes for like a hot minute. The swimmers, they're also hot, but like they're kind of shaped like a triangle, you right. know, like their shoulders are very broad, like because they swim and do all that stuff. The volleyball players though, they're very just, they're just tall. They're just like lean, tall, hot people. So they don't like... 
you wouldn't look at them and be like, wow, you have a volleyball player's body. Mm-hmm. Like you would think maybe like basketball because you're so tall, but they're not getting like, I don't know. It's just, I was just like, I was taken aback by how attractive these people were, this whole team. And then some of them have accents and I'm like, oh my gosh, melting over here. I can't um, wait. But yeah, if you're looking for a hot sport to follow along with men's volleyball, I have no idea if we're good. I have no idea. I know nothing about volleyball. I know they hit the ball over the net. That's about it. But um, we're very excited about the Olympics. Circling back to Peacock, how we started the conversation. Yes, Peacock is the network. Um, we're all of the like. There's a little like. They're a, also like. There's NBC, a category. So everything's Olympics for them. Yeah, and there's a whole category that set that is like about um, like going for gold or guts and glory. I think. Don't is what they it's have called. a documentary I want to watch too about the the big race the relay yes yes they do um, i watched I that i want to watch that i watched that it's really good also um did you watch the euro cup no oh my gosh so like i had like the biggest week of sports last week mm-hmm. ever because me and my brother watched the fight over facetime like he oh, like he i like broke oh, his leg didn't he do you want i, 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 I haven't told you this i don't like that kind of stuff. I've become like the biggest UFC fighter fan ever. Ew, no. Well, you know, I love like people trying to murder people. But here's oh, the no. thing. My doctor called me uh-huh. after the fight. I mean, it's late. And he goes, did you like freak out when that happened? And I said, yeah, I, I don't get wheezy. Like if somebody's leg snaps off, I'm like rewinding it and slow motioning it. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I was like, not. I'll pass out. No, but I. I when it happened, I was like, ah! like I let out a scream mm-hmm. and it, I twist. That's how I broke my ankle. I stepped back like he did out. So when his foot dislocated, ah. that's what mine did. No, okay? no, no. So no. I had like shooting pain. Like I could I was like, I don't love Conor McGregor, but I was like, I can't handle. And you're also in shock for the first few seconds. So mm-hmm. he's like not letting the pain seep in. And like all I could think is like, oh, my gosh, this is when I was like going to the ER. Awful. All that to say there was a girl fighter. You're going to love this. Mm. So I'm FaceTiming with my brother. This was like the most fun I've had. You guys is like I've learned that I watch television sports with my brother, Ethan, That you know, mm-hmm. and we'll like talk about it. And he's also like the biggest Ted Lasso fan. So we're watching it and the girl fight comes out. And, you know, these girls are like animals, right? Yeah. And he's like, this woman has had a hard year. She had a broken ankle and had COVID around Christmas. And I panned the phone like to my face. And I was like, Ethan, I'm literally in a sleep nightshirt and am eating like a bag of Doritos whilst watching this fight. And mm-hmm. I, the only difference between me and her and I is I had pneumonia with my COVID. And right. this woman is out here. It's like, should I be a UFC fighter? No. I mean, what in the world? Like Apparently, you broke your ankle playing with cats. I know. I'm just saying. Like, but what I'm going to say. You would die out there. I do have a point about this. Why I'm talking about UFC, the Euro Cup, we'll talk about it. Same thing. Like, the hottest men ever. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I was like, why am I not watching more soccer? Right? Because it's boring. I don't really love soccer. But mm-hmm. here was what me and my brother got in a, like, very long argument about. Not argument. Discussion. Mm-hmm. If you're a fighter and you're literally martial arts, like, training all day long, every day. I was like, how are these men not like ripped to shreds, right? Uh And he's like, well, because, you know, they fast and they, so they can get the weight or whatever. But I'm like, no offense, but like if I worked out every single day of my life, Mm -hmm. I would expect to have one of the best bodies on the planet. And like these guys don't have abs. I'm like, how do you not have abs when you're looking at these swimmers or other people and you're like, they, they work out all day long. Right. It's just like, they're these scrawny little kids who like. Like, the two, the guys that won the best fight of the night, like, they're like little rats you'd find out, like, on the street. Like, you know, like, your hood rat neighbor friend, like, in the trailer park, okay? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And then you have the other fighters who, like, Conor McGregor, yeah, like, he's fit and he has abs, but the other guy didn't really. And I was like, once again, I know we're objective by being, I'm just saying, as someone who would love nothing more than not have an ounce of fat on my body, I would expect if I worked out and that was my job to, like, yeah look like the best I've ever looked in my life. Yeah. And I was just well, kind they're of also probably a little impressed. Sw- they're also probably a little swollen because they keep getting beat up. Know, they just keep killing <laughs> people. Anyways, we'll get off uh, the UFC I can't, fighting. But- I can't watch fighting or like things like that. And then when I heard he snapped his leg, I was like, absolutely not. I've decided no. I really, really wa- like like watching fights now. I don't like boxing. I okay, like watching Jake UFC. Paul. 
I I think Jake Paul is the dumbest person, but like, I also will like watch his fight. Mm. You know, no, no, no. I kind of like the fights. Anyways, what is your reality recap moment? Woof. Um, or do you want me to talk about murder after no, I'm talking we'll about this? No, we'll do this real fast. My reality check of this week is the Love Is Blind reunion is happening. You're welcome. Um, Emily told me about this. I was like, please I had look no this idea. up immediately. I had no <laughs> idea this was happening. Um, so to all of our Jessica and Mark fans, she's still old and he's still short and they're coming back. Um, they're going to see like a where are they now situation. Because mm-hmm. um, I think it, it's been two years. They filmed it. Two, yeah. And they filmed it and then a year later aired it during quarantine and now it's been two years. Some of them are still married. Some of them are not anymore. Some of them are still upset about things that happened on the show, apparently. But that comes out on July 28th. Um, I can't wait. On Netflix. So, I mean, Love is Blind, I think, was just a cultural phenomenon. Because it came out right during quarantine. Yes, it was that and Tiger King. Like, those are the things that, like, were bringing us joy. Um, And Tiger King's sentence is being reduced, so he may get out of jail. I think that's why he hasn't written me. Oh, sad day. I mean, not, no, it's not sad. No, for you, not for him. Oh yeah, his sentence is getting reduced. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, his, he might be out. His pardon from Trump finally. Uh, no, it's not from Trump. It's like getting, there was uh, some technicality see. once again with this court system, Bill Cosby. Oh gosh, where so you Bill can Cosby's get off. Lawyers? Jeez. Um. Yeah, but he his sentence is being reduced, so he might not even be in jail that long. Wow. Okay. I think he'll be there for a while, but you know, you yeah. can't do murder for hire and get out really soon. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, who knows? Um, but yeah, that's my reality check moment. That's this week. so exciting. Um, What's your murder moment? My murder moment happened actually right after I told you about the story last week. Um, we're just having Netflix is dropping some good like documentary murder mm-hmm. shows that are only like three or four episodes, so you don't feel like you're like it's taking too long. Like, yeah, I will say the one that I recommended, the Sophie one. It's an interesting ending. Like, I like people to watch it because I'm like, what is your perspective? Because I think definitely this one guy did it, but he's never really been able to be caught. This show, Eliza Matsuzinga, Matsuzanga, basically all you need to look up on Netflix is called Once Upon a Murder. This woman... It's all set in Brazil, but what's great is it's all dubbed in English, which I know drives some people crazy. I don't care. It's easier to follow. So Mm -hmm. she comes to... It opens with her, like, at the police station, and they're like, what is your marital status? And she's like, widowed. Like, right off the bat, no Mm -hmm. emotion. And it's very just interesting that all of a sudden she's like, I'm widowed. Yeah. And says that her husband's missing... Um, she kind of plays this thing for a few days that her husband, who happens to be like a billionaire, um, because he had, was from Japan and it was this like Yoki or whatever brand that they sold to, mm-hmm. I don't know, General Mills or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the night, the week of his whole big trade, um, he goes missing mm-hmm. and <laughs> he basically we find out a lot of drama about who this woman is and Mm -hmm. she's very calm though throughout the whole thing like very like she doesn't seem crazy yeah but in like the most normal way possible they're like how did like how did you kill him you know or whatever and she goes through the whole thing she actually walks through what happens Mm -hmm. and then she's like and that's just like they were big hunters okay so she was like and that's when I realized like I couldn't move his body so I was just gonna have to dismember him like, doesn't skip a beat. Oh, no. So she literally dismembered her husband, put him into two suitcases, and, like, put him on this whole other side of the city, and, like, then acted like nothing really happened. But she so precisely cut his body and knew what she was doing because she had killed so many animals. Uh-huh. Not to mention, she was a stripper and a oh. prostitute. And oh. so she was mad because he was hiring another prostitute. You guys, it's so good. Wow. And I also learned, like, in Brazil, if you do any type of crime, they let you out a week out of the year because they want you to get normalized with society. So, like, they're like, and this is a reason why we have a lot of crime in Brazil because sometimes people escape. So, like, you literally could murder somebody. I'm not kidding. You could, like, Scott Peterson could get, like, a week off to do whatever he wants. And they just let him go, like, have a field trip? Yeah. And then you come back to prison. 
people, like, do people actually come back? Yeah. Well, she did. Oh, I would be like, peace out, Girl Scout, gotta go. Right, like it's the weirdest what? law I've ever heard of. And then all of her friends, what's even crazier, is like the lawyer, like they all are like, I know, I mean, she just was so abused. And it's like, you don't dis- you don't dismember somebody's body. And like, then she's like, and all I want is to just be a, a mom to my daughter. But, you know, I can't talk to my daughter because she lives with my husband's grandparents. And I'm like, yeah, I don't think she wants to talk to you. Yeah. Like, I, but oh, they're no. like, we're, we, the reason they have all these one-on-one interviews with her is because it was her week out of jail. Interesting. Because you get apparently a week out, no matter what you do, to be normalized with society. You just get one week a year or like one week every month? Like how do One they... week a year. Oh. From and what think, I understand. I'm not more... a, like, do, I'm not an expert on this. Interesting. I'm, one of my friends is, I could call her right now because she's like from Brazil and she would be like, yeah. I just think it's the weirdest, like all of these true crime things I'm starting to realize are so weird in other cultures uh-huh. and countries, not in a bad way, just like how they handle it. It's like, right. I mean, some of these people can still get stoned to death. Okay. Yeah. So you need to watch it. Um, it's it called only like three episodes. It's called Once Upon a Murder with okay. her name is Eliza Matazan, Matazanga. I think it is. Um, Nailed it. It's so good. Interesting. I loved it. Okay. Everyone go check it out. Go check it out. There's also um, a new season of The Challenge that's about to come out. Did you <gasps> see this? No, I haven't seen. Um, I love The Challenge. It's like we the love newbies the challenge. versus the old something something. Yes, love that. I have heard a rumor that CT might and Casey win. But I always hear that rumor. Oh, right. I think everyone assumes CT is going to win. But uh, like dumb fussy is in it again. Oh, geez. I would like if Casey won. I was very sad that so she hurt there, her knee the last time. There's all these rumors that her and Nani are together in real life. Oh. No, yeah. I thought she had another girlfriend. She did. I think they broke up. They broke up. Oh, no. <gasps> her love for Nani is too strong. I'm sorry. We're talking about MTV Challenge. But, wow. Um, huh. you know. The more you know. Fun times. The more you know. The more you know. We have a lot of new movies coming up in shows. Yes, we do. Um, something that is currently out, but I really want to get into and watch. I'm going to watch it and report back next time. Um, it's on Apple TV. It's called Schmigadoon. I think it's how you say it. I don't know. It is a musical show with Cecily Strong and um, Keegan-Michael Key mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, it looks really funny, and it's like a comedy, I think, they get trapped in a They musical. basically get trapped in this, like, musical world, like Dr. Seuss-ish. Mm-hmm. But, like, the people in it, it has a lot of musical people. And a lot of famous people. And a lot, like, like, a like lot. Aaron Tveit is in it. Kristen Chenoweth is in it. Alan Cumming is in it. Jane Krasowski is in it. Like, all of these heavy hitters from the Broadway world. And I'm like, I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. Um, Dove Cameron is in it. Um, like, it looks really funny. I love I love a musical. I love yeah. a comedy, and I love. I think I'm gonna enjoy this because I like Cecily Strong. I like Kegel Mike and Michael Key, um, of Key and Peel. Like I, I'm into it. I love Apple TV. Like I think it's gonna be well done. It's gonna um, be great. I'm excited to watch it. So I'm gonna watch that and report back. Um, other things that I are on my list to watch that are coming up is old. Can't wait. The movie Old. We both want to go watch it. I think it comes out on the 23rd, which is the day we're launching this podcast. So, or this episode. So, and it's also, we're going to go watch it. Um, the day that Ted Lasso season two premieres. Yes. Oh my gosh. Ted Lasso, Old, and the opening ceremony. Is that Olympics. a Friday? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Like, maybe I should call out of work and I should just do nothing but watch. Maybe we. We have to go see Old that night, and we have to start watching Ted Lasso. But the Olympics. We have to watch the Olympics. Uh, what are we going to do? No, well, Olympics come first. Oh, Olympics yes, over yes we have to watch those live, but, like, are they even going to have an opening ceremony because no one could be in the audience? I don't know. That's a good question. Maybe it'll all be, Did like, Did you hear that you can't get the medals? They have to, you have to put your own medal on this year? I can't. Like, I can't. You can't I mean, hug. It's fine. You can't hug people. You can't high-five people. I just... Yeah, mm. it's I gonna just be, want us it's all gonna to be, be weird. To be it's gonna be weird watching it, but honestly, like, it's also kind of cool that it's like people are gonna be referencing this in history for like decades to come. Yeah, which is cool. Um, I mean, not cool for us like living through it, but like cool that like our grandkids one day are gonna be like, oh yeah, you were in the twenty twenty Olympics that got postponed to twenty twenty one. Yeah, that were like bizarre. Um. 
But yeah, I think it'll be fun. But also, yes, everyone, we got to go watch Old. Also, I'm personally pumped about the new um, Escape Room 2 movie. Oh, yeah. I have never seen the first one. So, we're talking okay. about this. If you have not seen the first Escape Room movie, me and my roommate went and saw it last year or however many years ago when it came out. We thought it was going to be like an action-y kind of movie. It was a thriller from the start to finish. Like, we were on the edge of our seats the whole time. And it has some, like, C-list actors in it. Like, I don't think the budget was, like, huge. It wasn't, like, going to win any awards. But, like, the movie itself was phenomenal. Is and, it, like, I love... kind of, like, Saw? Kind of. I love like, Saw movies. It was, it was all about these people. It had... It, okay. It kind of had, like... Um, now you see me you know that magic movie yeah where they're all like kind of brought together it had that mixed with like hunger games okay vibes because like the premise of the first movie is that all these people like basically find these like they get these invitations to come play like the world's first like interactive or like escape game escape room or whatever with strangers and so they bring in all these people like one girl was like super super smart but like didn't have any social skills one guy was like like homecoming king prom king all this stuff but like he like wasn't a good swimmer like like they had all these people who had really big strengths but really weird like weaknesses and they kind of brought them all together but then in the first one if you didn't escape from this like each room they were in if you didn't escape you died and like it was a horror. It was kind of horror. Like that's very sawish. It was a little scary. So now the second one is coming out, and it's the same people. But now the escape room is the city of like New York. Like they've turned. It's kind of. It's got very Truman vibes. Okay. Truman Show vibes. Um. It looks really good. Like they're on a subway, and then all of a sudden the subway like like shuts down, and they're like, "This is the first step of your escape room." And like they thought they were just living their life, like heading on the subway. And now they have to figure out how to escape it before they all, like, die. But as someone who loves an escape room, it's a really good, it was a really good movie. And I really, I want to watch the first one. You need to watch the first one. It's, I would watch it again. It's so good. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's something else we need to watch. Mm -hmm, I mm -hmm. love, you know, it's like, that's the thing with, like, The Quiet Place. Like, when people are like, I didn't like it. I'm like, yeah, but did, was it not one of those movies where, like, you realize you, like, haven't breathed in a long time because you're, like, it's not like it's the scariest thing you've ever watched. You're just like in such anticipation of like, yeah, you're like I on the edge of your seat and you're like, hurry what? and go. Yeah, like, you're like, what is happening? That's kind of how this one was. Cause like it, it kept you like wanting to be like, oh my God, what are they about to do next? Like that's what they just did. What are they about to do? Like we thought it was going to be real cheesy, real like yeah. cartoonish. And it wasn't. It was really well, cool. Hey, it was I really mean, good. That's like, you'd have to pick like your dream people to be in an escape room with, you know? Yeah. And these are all strangers. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to watch yeah. it. Yeah, and, like, all of them, like, kind of similar to Hunger Games, but, like, all of them, like, the people who picked them know their weaknesses, and their weaknesses are in the each, like, escape room. Like, some mm-hmm. of them are, like, like lost a parent to drowning or something, or, like, lost, like, or have trauma with drowning, and, like, one of the things is they have to make it through this wa- this lake without drowning, and, like, it's just, like, it's, like, a mind game too okay. it's really good highly okay. recommend i have no idea where you can watch the first one it may be on a streaming service you may have to, to go like up. you may have to go to like Redbox or like i don't know how you it's on stars or it says prime video i might be able to find it oh okay good yeah escape room is the first one and then the second one is escape room it's got a subtitle i'm escape room two i don't know what it's called yeah but it looks really good well, I mean, I just can't wait for this week coming up with so many new things happening, still dealing with Big Brother. I mean, there's just a lot we're watching, keeping up with. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's a lot. Honestly, there, there's like five more shows I was just thinking about. I saw like interview-wise where there's new seasons coming up, and I'm yeah. just thrilled that we're, we're about back to be to We're it. about to be back into the, into, the, into the thick of it, as the TikTokers yeah. say. Um, we're about to be into the thick of TV premieres, TV shows. I'm ready for Ozark to come back. Oh, um, yes. I, yeah, there's a lot of shows that are on both of our lists that we can't wait to talk about and come up, um, coming up. But if you have suggestions or you want us to, want review, us something. to review something specific, text us, DM us, let us know. Um, but yeah, 
What else is on your list? Do you have anything else? No, the only other thing was I was going to say is there was a new show that came out today, My Unorthodox Life, about this like oh, yeah. Jewish lady who came out of a very, very like strict Orthodox community, and now mm-hmm. she like runs L like model agency and it's about her family and it's all about like how those women are still in such like captivity basically and Mm -hmm. her youngest son like believes the same way like with his dad and they're divorced now but it's just it's pretty interesting like it just started I I watched Mm -hmm. a few episodes I was kind of like the daughter got married to the guy to whoever she's married to and then her mom decided to leave the religion Mm -hmm. so like but when the girl got married like they'd never heard about sex like they had no clue what to do anything Mm. and it's like wow like these people were like how we went off about being sheltered yeah last week it's kind of one of those like you realize how just you know wearing pants is like such a big deal right and this lady is like very empowering because she's like i'm taking a stand for people to like get out of this cult of like thinking that we are less than because we're just a woman yeah so really good so far um and then i've just been you know watching as much as i can while i'm healing so it's all good we've you know i'm excited like we were talking about for everything coming up i think that it's going to be a good summer it's just Mm -hmm. really hot we're ready to it is i'm ready for fall i'm ready for um cooler weather but For sure we're getting there we're getting there well, well we'll wrap it up today it's been a long episode but um before we sign off don't forget to follow us on instagram subscribe to the podcast share it with your friends share it with your family share it with your coworkers. listen to us at work i listen to podcasts at work um give us a five-star rating uh leave us a review all the fun all the fun things all the things. uh we're available on all streaming platforms uh for podcasts and we're still on the two-week rotation right now in summer months um so we will be at you again in two weeks so we'll have a lot more to talk about in two weeks now the olympics are happening oh, and our all of our favorite shows are coming back so get excited Yay! But until then, don't forget to pass Pass the the remote. remote. Bye. Peace.